halted. Maybe Richard was in some kind of jam. Maybe Mr. Greenleaf wanted help or advice. Tom knew just what to say to a father like Mr. Greenleaf. I wasn't quite sure you were Tom Ripley, Mr. Greenleaf said. I've seen you only once before, I think. Didn't you come up to the house once with Richard? I think I did. The Shrivers gave me a description of you, too. We've all been trying to reach you because the Shrivers wanted us to meet at their house. Somebody told them you went to the Green Cage Bar now and then. This is the first night I've tried to find you, so I suppose I should consider myself lucky. He smiled. I wrote you a letter last week, but maybe you didn't get it. No, I didn't. Mark wasn't forwarding his mail, Tom thought. Damn him. Maybe there was a check there from Auntie Dottie. I moved a week or so ago, Tom added. Oh, I see. I didn't say much in my letter, only that I'd like to see you and have a chat with you. The Shrivers seemed to think you knew Richard quite well. I remember him, yes. But you're not writing to him now? He looked disappointed. No, I don't think I've seen Dickie for a couple of years. He's been in Europe for two years. The Shrivers spoke very highly of you and thought you might have some influence on Richard if you were to write to him. I want him to come home. He has responsibilities here, but just now he ignores anything that I or his mother tried to tell him. Tom was puzzled. Just what did the Shrivers say? They said, apparently they exaggerated a little, that you and Richard were very good friends. I suppose they took it for granted that you were writing him all along. You see, I know so few of Richard's friends anymore. He glanced at Tom's glass as if he would have liked to offer him a drink at least, but Tom's glass was nearly full. Tom remembered going to a cocktail party at the Shrivers with Dickie Greenleaf. Maybe the Greenleafs were more friendly with the Shrivers than he was, and that was how it had all come about, because he hadn't seen the Shrivers more than three or four times in his life. And the last time, Tom thought, was the night he had worked out Charlie Shriver's income tax for him. Charlie was a TV director, and he had been in a complete muddle with his freelance accounts. Charlie had thought he was a genius for having doped out his tax and made it lower than the one Charlie had arrived at, and perfectly legitimately lower. Maybe that was what had prompted Charlie's recommendation of him to Mr. Greenleaf. Judging him from that night, Charlie could have told Mr. Greenleaf that he was intelligent, level-headed, scrupulously honest, and very willing to do a favor. It was a slight error. I don't suppose you know of anybody else close to Richard who might be able to wield a little influence, Mr. Greenleaf asked rather pitifully. There was Buddy Lankenau, Tom thought, but he didn't want to wish a chore like this on Buddy. I'm afraid I don't, Tom said, shaking his head. Why won't Richard come home? He says he prefers living over there, but his mother's quite ill right now. Well, those are family problems. I'm sorry to annoy you like this. He passed a hand in a distraught way over his thin, neatly combed gray hair. He says he's painting. There's no harm in that, but he hasn't the talent to be a painter. He's got great talent for boat designing, though, if he just put his mind to it. He looked up as a waiter spoke to him. Scotch and soda, please. Doers? You're not ready? No, thanks, Tom said. Mr. Greenleaf looked at Tom apologetically. You're the first of Richard's friends who's even been willing to listen. They all take the attitude that I'm trying to interfere with his life. Tom could easily understand that. I certainly wish I could help, he said politely. 
He remembered now that Dickie's money came from a shipbuilding company, small sailing boats. No doubt his father wanted him to come home and take over the family firm. Tom smiled at Mr. Greenleaf meaninglessly, then finished his drink. Tom was on the edge of his chair ready to leave, but the disappointment across the table was almost palpable. Where is he staying in Europe? Tom asked, not caring a damn where he was staying. In a town called Mongebello, south of Naples. There's not even a library there, he tells me. Divides his time between sailing and painting. He's bought a house there. Richard has his own income. Nothing huge, but enough to live on in Italy, apparently. Well, every man to his own taste, but I'm sure I can't see the attractions of the place. Mr. Greenleaf smiled bravely. Can't I offer you a drink, Mr. Ripley? He asked when the waiter came with his scotch and soda. Tom wanted to leave, but he hated to leave the...